it's the blackout what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast we talk about a few things including a little bout with covid uh voicemails an interview about men wearing skirts new and odd tv and movie shows wait what (laughs) new and odd tv shows and movies whatever uh we're gonna talk about uh you know maybe a couple of things that a uh, that you would say to a kid that sounds weird to say into the grown-ups sort of like if you you have the sniffles buddy you know things like that all that and more 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 whatever i can't talk today on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast What's up, everybody? Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again to episode 197 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we're back and at it again. Jay, I know mm-hmm. it's been a couple of weeks, and sorry yes, for man. everybody out there that was waiting to hear from us, but I know it's been a couple of weeks, and we apologize about that, but Everybody's we got stuff going on. Yeah. yeah, we do. We did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the greatest of things going on, but it was going on. Uh so I'll just start out by saying we we experience what every parent, every person, probably in the world is uh, afraid of hearing at this time. And that's, hey, your kid has COVID. He tested positive for COVID. So, yeah, my son tested positive for the COVID uh, a couple weeks ago. So thankfully, it was not bad. You know, he just started out with the little... Uh, Said he had a little headache. Checked his temp before he went to bed. It was like 90-something, 99-something. Not really considered a fever. Checked again, midnight. Boom, it said like 100-point-something. So it's like, so I think it was like 100.6, which is considered a fever for uh, you know, for kid, for anybody, I guess you could say. So yeah, we decided to keep him home just in case. But sent my other kid to school. Mm-hmm. So uh, he stayed home that full day. Next day, still had a fever, but he was feeling fine. No coughing, no congestion, no sneezing, none of the the common symptoms that people seem to be experiencing. No chills, none of that stuff. He was happy-go-lucky, which is pretty much seems like how my kids always are when they get sick. They don't experience anything. Nothing keeps them down. So that Tuesday, checked it, it got up to like 101. Then he started complaining with a little headache that was hurting a little more on and off. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just take you to the doctor just to be sure. Took him in, doctor said, he looks fine, lungs sound clear, all this stuff. It's like, I don't think it's COVID, but we're just gonna check just to be safe because there's a lot of kids coming in Mm -hmm. with no, no symptoms or anything that have been testing positive and some that have not. So we're gonna test them for COVID and strep throat. So they tested them. They say, okay, it's going to be like about 20 minutes. So it's like, okay, well, they'll just call. So we just left. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes passed. Didn't hear anything. Two hours passed. Didn't hear anything. <laughs> Wasn't wow. until like 10 p.m. that night. I was like, okay, I'm just going to log into like his uh, doctor's account, you know, like the hospital account uh, and see if they, they posted anything. So lo and behold, got the notice back. Negative for strep. Positive for COVID, and I'm like, oh Dang. shit. Wow. So, 
Yeah, so school protocols, anybody in the, in the household has COVID or in close contact, you got to keep them all home. So both kids had to stay home, had to quarantine my son in, our, in his bedroom for 10 days. So wow. did that, and that's like the toughest thing for a kid because they're just stuck in the room. They want to get out. Mm-hmm. His little brother wants to go check on him, checking, you know, just playing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So did that luckily he made it through 10 days of course me i'm worried because i'm in and out of the room i'm triple masked up mm-hmm. you know going in and out of there you know just checking on him and stuff bringing him food making sure he's comfortable whatever so yeah we got through those 10 days after that 10th day you know he was ready to go back to school school cleared him to go back but then my youngest son has to wait a few additional days before he goes back just in case he starts developing symptoms so yeah yeah, he went back everything's cool he developed he did however lose his sense of smell the older yeah yeah my oldest he did lose his sense of smell um he said it's slowly coming back he said he could smell some things but you know still it's, it's a weird it's a very stressful time to have your kid develop you know this particular thing when you don't know how kids are are gonna react or or whatever everybody's body is different so uh yeah so he's good i'm hoping hoping that they don't develop you know uh anything as the school year goes on but that's hard to say school really isn't doing anything to to implement their uh mass mandate because i go and pick kids up kids don't have a lot of kids don't have masks on a lot of teachers don't have masks on grown-ups picking their kids don't have masks on so i mean i don't care if you don't get a vaccine or not i i really don't care it's your problem but you know at least at least take the proper protocols to keep everybody safe in some capacity you know keep get your mask on you know it's impossible to socially distance at school with the kids so i really ain't ain't much i could do about that but yeah. try oh, what they doing yeah try to keep your mask on at least to to keep everybody safe keep you from getting in and spreading it to your family members but yeah yeah and then now we receive an email late friday night saying hey your uh your child is in in danger of truancy because he's missed so many days i'm like wait a minute i emailed you guys the same uh, the day after he got tested and told you that he tested positive mm-hmm. and that he's going to be home for 10 days. You guys even have it on your website that their man- mandatory stay home time is 10 days. Yeah. And then you come back. I even talked to the school nurse. He wrote he got it dot, jotted down in the system that and signed off saying, hey, he's scheduled to come back on Friday. So. It's like, why are you sending me this email? So it just shows me that the school is not communicating when mm-hmm. it comes to these type of issues. So I'm going to have to uh, call the school, talk to somebody tomorrow, uh, which is Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you already heard my wife talking about some of that stuff when <laughs> before we even logged on and started yeah. uh, recording. So, yeah, I, I'm, I got a lot of work to do, a lot of uh, just a lot of talking to folks and, and stuff. So hopefully they'll they'll get their shit straight and you know and uh yeah get him off this particular truancy whatever it is but yeah that was that was the the highlight of the past couple weeks man i got tested twice 
thought I had it mm. once a few days ago because I, I was just feeling like crap, but yeah. tested negative for both of them tested. I wanted to find out that this location is high in allergens. It's like very, the allergy count is very high, you know, this time right now because mm. wind is blowing, fall is coming in. So, you know, uh, and as I could hear you, you sniffling, <laughs> I could hear you sniffling. I'm sure the allergies <laughs> are kind of getting to you a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So, yay, that was a highlight of my last two weeks. So wow. Wow, I had wow, to take wow. I had to take the next couple of days off from work just so I could get my my mind straight and ready to get back. So, yeah. So I have a question. So what is yep. the I'm, I'm glad I'm glad everybody's OK. You know, that's, yeah, thankfully so. Uh, and thankfully, it, it didn't turn out to be, you know, more, you know, kids in the school that, that uh, had that. But, you know, pretty sure that that's where he got that from, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. But I have a question. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, when it comes to if your kid tests positive, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of quarantining do you have to do from a work standpoint? I mean, I, oh, you're still working at home, though, right? I work at home. I, so I probably not going back. But my wife, she had to stay home, so she can't she go back. Yeah, she has to quarantine for the recommended number of days, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is on the CDC guidelines, and it's uh, ten to fourteen days. Okay. So, and she's been tested twice since, uh, you know, since my kid had it. So she's a uh, she's always going to have to constantly get tested because she has to go in now. Starting this week, she'll be going in like three days, four days a week, three days a week, I think. Yeah. So, yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess staying from home is is you know working from home is obviously a little bit different. Um, you know, if you have somebody in the family that has to quarantine, you know, I guess you still have to work right until mm -hmm. until you. I guess test positive or whatever. If you know if that has to happen, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's that's sort of crazy, man. Uh, you know, thankfully, thankfully he's good. Thankfully, it, you know, nobody else caught it. Uh, and yeah. I think it's one of those things when you have, you know, when you have other people that are around you or that are in your house that are sick. Like sometimes I think like up here in the mind, you know, you feel like like if you if you don't get sick sometimes it feels like you might start developing some of those symptoms of whatever that sickness yeah. is because yeah. you know when there's when there's kids in my house that get sick you know uh whatever i swear i wake up some mornings i'm like ah oh, my throat's scratchy you know what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. um and and it just isn't you know but yeah yeah with all the allergies allergens going on right now you know this time of year is just funky everything is drying out Especially, uh, you know, leading into to fall and winter, so mm -hmm. it's one of those things. Yeah, man, it's it's getting funky. And then, of course, you know, speaking of, you know, uh, vaccines and all uh, and the allergies and all that stuff. I mean, I had uh, was I walked into Walmart yesterday and there was a lady, you know, right 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 at a table, right right as soon as you walk in, uh, past a little, uh, you know, the little past the door or whatever saying would you guys like your would you like your uh would you like your flu shot today would you like your flu oh, shot today? I'm like girl yeah they were posted outside yesterday walmart doing that yeah I, and you know what's so weird like you know you there's some places where you know you would think that you would go to get a flu shot like the doctor mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say 
Um, or like Walgreens, CVS, things like yeah. that. But Walmart is not one of those places. But I will admit, <laughs> I'll admit, Walmart shot. I've gotten my flu shot at Walmart before. Mm-hmm. I've got my flu shot at Sam's and maybe Costco before. One of, one of those two. Um, and this was like before COVID. So it was just like sort of out in the open. Uh, yeah. Walmart, Walmart, yeah. I think they put you like behind a little partition. But Sam's and Costco, like, hey, just come over here real quick. Let's go into the... You know the bulk yeah. bread section. You know, <laughs> like bam, hit you with it. Give you a shot by these tampons, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then I don't know, man. The, the places where it always it always weirds me out to go to get those types of things. Oddly enough, are like a Walgreens and CVS because normally it's right over in the pharmacy, and mm-hmm. all the people who are waiting in the pharmacy are either sick or they're around other sick people trying to get medicine. Right. You know. So I'm like, man, I want to walk in there and just get sick just by association. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, it's 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 wild, man. But it's that season. So now, you know, this and this was so wild, man. People are like, you know what? I don't I uh you know, I don't believe in the COVID vaccine, but they believe in the flu vaccine. You know, or maybe they don't don't believe in any vaccines. Yeah, yeah. So and, you know, yeah, they and the reasoning I heard behind that, and this is their reasoning, not mine, is that this COVID vaccine was developed so quickly, yeah. you know, but the thing is the flu mutates every year. So you get a different strain of the flu every year. So mm-hmm. you're not really sure you're just getting new stuff pumped into your body regardless. Yeah. So that's yeah. true. And then again, this is the thing, man, when people say that they, they made up the COVID vaccine so quickly, I'm like, yeah, they did make it so quickly compared to the flu vaccine and the polio vaccine. Because they're like, you know, polio took 20 years to get it right, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on a second. Let's 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 uh, look Logically at think about it. <laughs> the situation here. Yeah. Right now we're in 2021, the most technologically advanced we've Thank ever you. been. Yep. In every facet. Um, yep. in every facet except for uh, you know, uh 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 what is it, uh, intercultural late relationships. So I guess at yeah. this point we are probably farther ahead. You know, yeah. maybe the the only thing we're probably uh, behind is, you know, back when there was Adam and Eve and like they didn't know what a color yeah. was. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but when it comes to medical. Yes, they did develop that drug within a year's time, but they had, Technology I don't know, the whole outside. world working on it at the same time. Mm-hmm. A, B, this isn't like 1922 when, you know, the doctors, you know, had to use the same needle for everything. You know, four or five times. Yeah. You know, there's 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 so much different now than it was then. Yeah. Um, so you know that argument that they that they just developed it within a year, I don't buy it because you have they had billions of dollars, and you know thousands of scientists and doctors, and the like, tossing their money at this, trying to get this thing, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get some kind of vaccine. And by the way what there's three four five companies that came up with a vaccine or there's three four five versions of it and but there's only what like three versions that were initially um you know approved and available so you know you think about it like that then then it's i think it should be a different perspective but you know there's people who's stuck in their head about that yeah and then in addition you know to those those particular companies making vaccines you got you got to think about it there's like a bunch of different companies across the world mm-hmm. trying to develop vaccines for their country their area because i'm sure japan has their thing 
China has their vaccine. Russia. Oh yeah. All across the European, Asian con- mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know, uh countries and stuff like that. So Yeah. Yeah, you got technology on your side, people. You know, try try not to uh <laughs> to dive too deep into it and, and think it's you, all conspiracy. I tell you, and and the wild thing is this, man. Like, so these these uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies and other companies like that that help create the vaccine, um, you know, they have they have locations in several of the largest countries around the world. You know, so they're working on a vaccine for America as well as other countries. You know, mm-hmm. simultaneously seeing what works in other places compared to here. Because everybody's, you know, everybody's body type and and really like diet and things like that, excuse me, location are different. So, you know, it may have to be adjusted accordingly. Uh, so, you know, and the other thing that, that is always odd to me, though, is in relation to this, because the only OK, so the only thing we hear about side effects for the, uh, you know, for this COVID, you know, vaccine is. You know, feeling like you're sick, like you have the flu or, you know, something like that, like, you know, getting hot, like all this stuff that, you know, connects with, you know, being sick. So those are side effects you hear. And some people, you know, it lasts for a little bit. Some people longer, you know, some people, you know, some people say they got like Bell's palsy for a little bit, like all this weird stuff. Right. So but when you watch those commercials for like, you know, Viagra or, you know, all these other random you know, things. <laughs> I mean, the commercial is 85% yeah. side effects. Yeah. 15%. And this is the joy that you will not now have because you can finally have sex with your wife again. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like you you remember that commercial I told you about some, some episodes ago called Vexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a new one. There's a new one out. Oh <laughs> and it's funny because my kid reacted to it pretty different, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty wildly because it opens up. It starts with a little, this little, let me see if I can point it to the camera. So it starts like this. It looks like a little, uh, you know, and it just starts expanding and going like this. And all of a sudden it opens up into a pink, a pink room where a lady's just walking around. It's like, hey guys, you know. I've been getting in the mood lately and I, I, I wanted to get something that'll help boost my, my love life or whatever. So they go through all this beautiful commercial. I'm sure they spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. Then, of course, towards the end, side effects may include liver dam- damage, kidney bleeding and all this other stuff. I'm wow. Like, yeah. You know, all to get your, you know, get your, you know, get your freak on in the yeah. bedroom, you know. Yeah, it's funny, man. You know, they pass off on all that stuff, and nobody's bats an eye to it. But yeah, man, it's it's it gets a little funny. You know, what I'm trying to say it's it's uh, it's it's interesting when you see that. And at this point, you know, at this point, you just sit back and you just listen to the commercial, like you say, and it's like it's like, oh yeah, yeah, anal bleeding, awesome. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, it may it may increase your it may increase your ability to get other infectious diseases, or it may decrease the ability for your white blood cells to function properly. But you know, you can have a new life by using it. Like it's I don't know, it's like a negative. It's like a positive and a negative at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So. Yes, I, I I don't know, man. But uh, okay, here's the side effects. 
while most women find fexy comfortable and easy to use the common side effects were vaginal burning vaginal itching vaginal yeast infection urinary tract infection vaginal area discomfort bacterial vaginosis and vaginal discharge those are common which means most women who take it (laughs) experience something of those uh, this is most women yes (laughs) most common side effects oh my gosh it's horrible wow uh Mm. There you go. Asthma medications. Common side effects include nervousness, sweating, nausea, and vomiting for asthma. You know, Mm -hmm. decongestants, right? Decongestants, meaning so you won't have the sniffles. Nosebleed, nasal irritation. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing about decongestants is my blood pressure goes up with decongestants. Yeah. Like if I take a Allegra D or some kind of Benadryl D or something like Mm -hmm. that. My my blood pressure will go, That's and so it's crazy. pretty fine. My blood pressure is good on a normal day, but you know, a doctor checked my blood pressure like the the same day that I took a Benadryl D, yeah. and that sucker like was so high they were like, do you, you probably got to go to the hospital?" I'm like, "I do," you know, because that sucker was borderline heart attack yeah. territory. You know, and uh, they're like, "Did you take a decongestant today?" I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "That's it." Never mind. That's so crazy. So try to stay away from the D products. Yeah, that's so crazy. And, and you know, I wonder if there's uh, some kind of a try to stay away from the D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, uh, sure I'm staying away but, from this. But um, I wonder Not if there's case. like extra sodium in that, in in the recipe for the medicine. I don't know. It's interesting. The recipe. Yeah. Oh, here we go. For heart and blood pressure medications. Heart and blood pressure, right? Chest pains. Yep. Don't want to get that confused. Drowsiness, dizziness. I mean, you think that you're having a heart attack by taking a heart attack medicine. You know what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. yeah. loss of appetite, leg pain. I don't know. It's wild. And, uh, you know, loss of appetite is also like, you know, for uh, what you call that um, uh, drowsiness, dizziness, loss of appetite for, um, you know, like depression med- medication as well. So, it makes you feel bad to help you feel good. Like, I don't understand it, but yeah. it is what it is, right? It is what it is. So, I don't know. There there are some medications that I, you know, definitely don't trust. Oh, man. Know. I can remember back in but. college when I got a, I got mono. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, out there, out, back, out in them streets, kissing all them girls. Uh, out in them streets, man. I Late got nights. mono. And, uh, they prescribed me two different types of medications and I forgot what it was. Mm, but I had to kind of take them together. I probably shouldn't have, but when I took them together, I swear they made me feel so good. I could sit on the couch <laughs> and it's like I was melting into the couch. Oh man. And it was it like one of the best like highs it if you want to LSD. I, I don't know, man, but it was it was good. It was a, a great, great feeling. And uh, nice. it was, yeah. yeah, man, it was so comfortable, so relaxing. I was just like sitting there and it felt like my body was just just sinking into warm marshmallow. Yeah, that's so funny. I could just pass out and go to sleep in it. That's so, so good. Funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, you know, some of the medications do make you feel like that, you know. Valium, 
was good. Mm-hmm. So, as a medication. Yeah. 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 Not as yeah. just a use it anytime drug. Wow. Okay, man. So let us know y'all's comments on that. Uh, you know, on anything else. Uh, you know, and I don't know, Jay. How would the people leave us a comment on what they feel about medications and vaccines, and uh, you know, taking something to make all their pain and pressures right. go away? If you want to do that, you could uh, definitely, definitely give us a call. Give us a little ring a ling three eight five three B L A K P C. A three eight five three two five two five seven two. What's wrong? You don't like my ring a ling? Ring a ling for the ding a ling. <laughs> yeah, well, some people do that. Uh, yes. Yeah, or you could just email us hashtag blackoutpod at gmail You know, or just hit us in the DMs and type it out if you got a, a super long message and you mm-hmm. don't want the voicemail to cut off. You know, we yes. could read it. We could read it back to, to exactly. the folks out there. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and actually, uh, episode 195, we got a message from the Chewing Grounds podcast. Uh, So thank y'all. Wow, love this podcast. Love the energy and vibes of everyone. You've earned a new supporter here. Keep killing it. I just uploaded a new podcast episode on my channel, too. (laughs) So we're going to have to look at y'all channel. So, yeah, thank you, the Chewing Grounds podcast. Definitely appreciate that. Um, And it sounds like you guys just chew on coffee or something so we're gonna have to find out chewing grounds chewing could, grounds. could be like uh that the chewing tobacco our grandfather used to do chewing on ground mm. tobacco. this is true too who knows we're might, gonna find out we'll a, follow might you. have a little spit cup right on a spit can right on the side of the rocking chair yeah they might and you throw your sock across the room and it land in the spit mm. spit cup mm. you know that is i can remember disgusting. that so vividly I swear, man, every, I, I think about that. I think about that, um, that often actually, um, it's really weird, but like randomly, you know, I'll, I'll think about that and I'll either tell my, tell my kids the story. Oh my, uh, I'll tell my kid the story, you know, about it. And they always just like, Oh, that's so nasty. I would have just left the sock, you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, uh, or, I don't know, like, I'll spit, or I'll see somebody chewing tobacco, like, or I'll see, like, a coffee can. Like, there's always, like, I always, I think about that a lot, so. You know, what I remember most is that? what brings me back to that particular, not just that scene, but just that, that whole little environment mm-hmm. is the freaking painting with the fruits on the wall right above the table. <laughs> yes. Every time I see a painting with fruit, it'll bring me right back to our grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild, man. Isn't that wild? It's and crazy. It's so crazy because like you think about stuff like that and honestly, it's I, I don't know what happened to that painting. It probably got sold or destroyed or whatever. But that painting today would probably be worth something. But back to, back when they bought it, you know, <laughs> Back when they bought it, they probably, it, I mean, it might've been an expensive piece of art and they might've been like, wow, you know, like, like, you know, cause I don't know. There's some people who purchase art and put it in their house and it's like a showpiece, right? It's like a centerpiece. Like that painting was in the dining room area, right? <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that, essentially slash. that's what it was. Cause there was no other place <laughs> where you sat down at a table to eat. True. Right. So so that painting was in the dining room area over the table. 
So if you think about it compared to a traditional dining room setting with with you know artwork and you know china and all this stuff, that was like the centerpiece of it was that fine room, china, right? I mean, and honestly, in that room, the centerpiece was that painting and that big old TV on the floor. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Don't with, forget with the, about that, that the heater that was in the corner. Oh, right yes. on the side of the spit cup. Man, the heater in the corner. I swear, and, man. And every, the, the big uh, freezer that was right across from that. Yeah, there was a big freezer. Man, with I cake swear. on top. And yeah, Papa's pie. chair. Papa's chair. Yeah, I always thought, I always thought that that heater was going to like burn, burn everything down. I swear. <laughs> I was all, cause those heaters, like they had fire, like flames in them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how does, how was there just fire in the house? And it's not a fireplace. Like I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. put it together. Cause we had a fireplace in my house uh, and we used, you know, we used logs or whatever in it. And so whenever I came to your house or whenever I came to our grandparents' house or anybody in Louisiana, I swear it seemed like everybody in Louisiana had the same little like heaters in yeah. random rooms of their house. Yeah. Didn't y'all have one in your restroom? Yeah, it was in the it was in the bathroom right next to the toilet. So if it was on and you had to poo, <laughs> your leg was getting burnt off. <laughs> She's in there getting your, your leg scalded as you get poo yeah. pulling out. Wow. <laughs> wow. I remember that so vividly, man. It's so wild. Um yeah. You know, it's it's unfortunate that they're I mean, I'm 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 sure somebody at some point in time took like a a home, uh, you know, camcorder video of that back in the day. I wish that I we would be able to see. That. I know we had a camcorder back then, but I don't. I don't know. I'm, and I'm sure we brought it to Louisiana at some point, but who knows where those videos are? And the tapes are like, you know, beta tapes or something like I that. I think my that. uncle still has one in his house. Yeah, with the in, little fire in thing. His, yeah, in his bath, in his bathroom, in their mm-hmm. bathroom. Yeah. I'm almost positive they do. Wow. I think I saw it. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So it's even wild. what's even wilder is it probably still works just fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> you still know? works. That's hilarious. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I used to look at that and be like, you know, and ask my parents if we could get one, but they're like, We don't need that. <laughs> you know. It's just not a thing. It wasn't a thing. Like I don't I don't remember anybody that any of our family members in Texas that I ever went to their house or any of my friends that had one of those little mini wall heaters. So I, it was probably the, the, you know, the gas lines and everything else and how mm-hmm. that functioned. And, yeah. You know, the heat, you know, uh, you know, AC and heating units of the house. So let's see here. Wow. I know we got some voicemails. Yes, yes. So thank you. Our Memphis correspondent coming on, coming in strong with uh, some voicemails on uh, a few days here. So let's go to the first one. Three, two, and one. Y'all, this is Memphis Diva 99, AKA Kayla. Look, oh, I got so much stuff to tell y'all. Okay, so in the next couple of days, I'm going to be uh, doing a Lift Chronicle. Mm-hmm. on your show and I'm going to tell you just some crazy stories so my first crazy story is damn I wrote it down <laughs> shoot hold up oh the prostitute so I get a pain to go pick up this lady and 
come to find out it's a parking lot where the prostitutes are hiding behind bushes. <laughs> they doing stuff behind bushes. They see my car pull up. They look in. And my prostitute passenger uh, runs across the parking lot and flags me down. Say, here I am. She said, we got to wait on my trick. <laughs> I didn't know the woman was a prostitute. So I'm looking around and I'm creeped out of all these ladies. One lady's in the corner dancing. One lady near a bush bending it over. Another lady just walking and singing. So they get in the car and I say, oh my God, are those prostitutes? <laughs> and the lady says, well, yeah, I, I'm one. And I look at her and I say, oh, my, oh, okay. She said, yeah, I'm a prostitute. But she said, I'm a little more secretive than that. And uh, it was very interesting. She said she just had to get her money. And the guy was a, a regular of hers. And uh, we, it was very interesting. And she said, you know, she had kids and that's all she knew. And that um, no use of spending money getting your booty and breast done when you can't get money from it. All mm. right. So that was Live Chronicle number one. Wow. All right. So there you go. Memphis prostitutes. Memphis prostitutes. Oh, oh, okay. So speaking of Memphis prostitutes, um, <laughs> back you. So you remember uh, uh, my friend Lionel that we used to play Halo with, and I still play uh, PUBG with. Shout out to Lionel uh, and Ray. Uh, yeah, we um, we worked at this restaurant in Fort Worth called Texas Day Brazil back in the day, right? And at Texas Day Brazil, we had a guy that we worked with named Brandon, right? Brandon was, wow, Brandon, Brandon is a, Brandon would be an amazing, like, you know, comedic movie character uh, because he is just so, he's just so unbelievable. Like everything he does and says is so unbelievable that like you, you're just like, you just made this person up. Like you can't be a real individual because, you know, things that he would say and do were just like wild, you know? So it was a white dude who looked like, uh, he looked like, was that dude's name? Was that dude's name? Uh, oh, okay. So the, 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 the oldest son from home alone. Okay. Uh, Buzz. Buzz. There you go. I was going to say Biff, but Buzz, there you go. So yeah, he looked like Buzz, right? He sort of looked like Buzz. Um, but he looked like he looked like like as if Buzz was a like you know thirty three year old uh, you know thirty three year old that that has about that has about twenty more you know years of road work road rage on him or something like that road work on him whatever you want to call it um, he just looked like an older version of Buzz right uh, in a in a waiter's outfit so. This dude would say like, uh, he would say the craziest things, uh, like, you know, I don't know. He, he would always talk about like, you know, girls in like a really weird way and other people in a really weird way. Apparently he was the cocaine dealer for the, uh, you know, for the GM at the time, you know, he's his supplier. Uh, so that's probably how he kept his job. Anytime a new person started. So I remember starting and getting a fairly good section, uh, you know, as a server there. 
And then, you know, him coming up to me, AG, uh, uh, you know, um, the hostess has made a mistake. You know, that's that table going to be mine right there. You know, it was like a nice size table that I was going to get later that night or something like that. He's like, nah, these are yours over here, G. So he, wow. he would like steal people's sections. Like, and then one time we were talking about when they went to open the new Texas Day Brazil restaurant in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was him and this other dude, this black dude named Eric, uh, who was a cool dude. But uh, but yeah, he was like, yeah, man, uh, you know, we went to Memphis. Um, you know, it was me and Eric and like, you know, he said like a couple other people, like a couple of kitchen guys. He's like, yeah, man, we go there, you know, we'd be setting up the restaurant during the day. Uh, but at night, man, you know, we'd be getting them like, you know, we'd be getting like really, you know, cheap prostitutes, you know what I'm trying to say? And Eric sort of like clamped up a little bit, but like you knew that, like you knew that he also was a part of that. He's like, yeah, man, you know. And then, I don't know, he just went on and on like telling random stories. And so the setting of him telling this story, everyone is sort of like in the back, you know, in the restaurant and we're like folding, folding uh, uh, napkins that they put on the table. Uh, and also we're like rolling up silverware. So, you know, we're just like all doing like side work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, he goes on and on about these stories, about all these prostitutes that he would get like, you know, during the time. He's like, man, you know, and you know, he's like saying their ages, how they're like underage and stuff like that. And maybe some like above age. He was like, he's like, there ain't a, and, and you know, there's some people who were just like, just sort of shocked at his, at his, um, at his story. And he was like, you know what? There ain't a man in here who can't say that they ain't never had a prostitute. <laughs> so I was just sitting there. I was like, uh, I looked at my friend Lana. We looked at each other. We like raised our hand. We were like, uh, I- I've never had a prostitute. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> okay. All right. And he was like, he was like, ah, oh, gee, man. Like he would just talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. like it was so matter of factly, you know what I'm trying to say? And so, yeah. And I was in Memphis. Right. So, uh, and also oddly enough, um, Somehow, somehow, uh, uh, one of my friends acquired a photo, uh, or I guess Lano acquired a photo of um, of RGM, who was the cokehead, and who had taken a picture with and got it signed by Ike Turner on the streets of Memphis, randomly. And Ike like signed it. Hey, Bill, you know, stay up or something like that. So it was just so random. Uh, but yeah, Memphis prostitutes, Kayla. They're all over them streets. And my homie Brandon, or my homie, no, not homie. Uh, the dude I used to work with Brandon probably has met them all. Yeah. I, wonder where I remember the been. first time I seen a prostitute, man. It was actually with you yeah. and your dad. Because your dad took us to the Astros game and mm-hmm. that ride back. I guess leaving that parking lot, they were lined up. Man, I'm telling you. I was like, wow, I didn't know people come to games dressed like this. Yeah. You know, know, that's a part of town in Houston, you know, where the Astrodome is, where the Reliant Mm -hmm. Stadium is. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's where Astroworld used to be. That's that's prime position for prostitutes. I don't know if they still have it right. They probably still have it right now. Um, You know, that's probably still going on there right now. They cleaned it up a little bit, but still. Uh, you know, that was that was the prime location, you know, prime location. Wow. That is wild. So I love that. Uh, I love that lift chronicle, uh, Kayla. We need yeah. to keep keep them going. We OK, here we go. I think she has another one. Here we go. Three, two, one. 
Last up, three, two, one. Hey, y'all, this is Mrs. Evil. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I just thought about this. So if you have somebody that comes in the car like that, it's like, oh, I'm Karen, but I'm not that Karen, she probably actually is that Karen. Yeah. I just thought about that. It's possible. She's probably just trying to be like, oh, you know, don't lump me in with the rest of those Karens. No. When you say that, that's probably you. All that stuff, that's what you actually did. I don't know. Just a thought. Okay, here we go. Last one. Three, two, one. Hey, y'all. This is Mrs. Evil. <clears throat> okay, K-1. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Look, this is my third um, little lip particle thing I wanted to share with y'all. So, a lady gets in the car, and um, she says, um, did you get cut on your face? And I have a, you know, key, I have keloid skin. So I, I told her, uh, nope. I said, that, that comes from um, me having acne in my 20s. And <clears throat> I just, you know, was messing with any keloid. I have keloid, uh, my family has traits of keloid skin. So it just runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Keloids, y'all need to look it up. It's when your skin just keeps on healing and healing and healing. And it forms uh uh, a bump and sometimes they get large but anyway it's like if I have surgery mm-hmm. or something and major surgery and they cut all your layers of your skin you got a keloid but anyway she goes on and tells me that her 16 year old son uh, tried to kill her and she, he was doing bad stuff so she took his cell phone and while she was sleeping he was stabbing her I think about five, six times. And when she woke up, she was, you know, bleeding real bad. He ran out, you know, he's in juvenile court. And she said, 
don't want him to, you know, he, he can't come back to their home. And how his sister, who witnessed it, you know, when the mom ran out and ran out, that she's scared to come home. And it's just real interesting that uh, these Live Chronicles, um, we had a long talk. Uh, I told her to hang in there. And uh, she said her family was mad because she said she just didn't want her son. You know, he can't come back. And you would be surprised, y'all, what people go through. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my list chronicle, my third list chronicle, I think. And yeah. I have plenty more, but we'll talk later. What are your thoughts when you have a bad child and you got to put them in juvenile court because they try to kill you? Wow, let's never hope. That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> let's yeah. never hope that we have to worry about that. That is crazy, yeah, man. For real. For real. I, I wouldn't even know how to read. Mm. That's some tough. That's some tough stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I just recently saw this video online of uh, kids and juveniles getting handed like life sentences, and the way they were like breaking down. Some of them broke down, and some of them didn't even have like any remorse. Or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, they were just like happy with it. So wow. it's it's crazy to, to think some kids, you know, think that way. It's like you you want to know where it kind of stems from, like what makes them think that. Is it like something on TV? Is it friends? Is it you know uh, video games you you don't know, or is it just complete mental disorder, chemical mm-hmm. imbalance in the brain? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's I don't know, man. Um, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough, and it's sad that they don't get help sooner, or maybe the family is denying that they need help. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Or so like maybe they just not taking seeing the signs of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just don't know the sign. Yeah, that's so crazy. Wow, wow, wow! That Goodness. is crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what I would do, and hopefully, we never have to. You know, encounter that situation if that makes any sense. So, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, you know, recently, uh, so kids' school, they have three, uh, three different sections. So there's a primary school, middle school, high school. It's all on one, one big campus. Like I said, it's it's a pretty, pretty nice sized campus. Kind of looks like a little, little community college. But you know, there was a incident just a few weeks ago where the uh the a student was threatening to to do harm to i guess other students i mean we kind of all f- can pretty much guess what that could be you know seeing as all these mad a lot of mass shootings at school so you know that that just kind of re- reminded me of that that story that she told you know these dysfunctional kids that that are doing uh, crazy stuff like that, you know, killing. So thankfully nothing happened. I, hopefully they dealt with the student at this particular school, but you know, you never can tell what school or what campus has some crazy. Yeah, you're right, man. Has some un, unbalanced kids. I, I don't just want to call them crazy, you know, just has some unbalanced kids, some troubled kids on campus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You never know, man. Never know. Some wild stuff. Definitely some wild stuff. All right. Well, thank you for the messages, Kayla. Definitely appreciate that. 
You guys, you already know where to leave us a message. As Jay said before, also hit us up on the, uh, you know, on our Instagram, uh, you know, shoot us a message there. And Jay actually just, uh, you know, he actually just posted a couple of things, uh, one of which uh, including our new and improved uh, hashtag blackout logo with, uh, you know, Miami Vice, uh, you know, little Miami Vice vibe to it. I'm trying to say. I'm wearing that Don yeah, Johnson, you know, white suit. You know, man, I, I've been on a Miami Vice kick because that was like my favorite show growing up. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Crazy. shows growing up. You know, uh, if I didn't, you know, if I wasn't going to be Indiana Jones, then I was going to be like, you know, Sonny, you know, Crockett and Tubbs. Mm-hmm. One yeah, of them. Yeah. You know, and, and now watching it as a grown up, I'm like, how do these dudes afford like Ferraris and stuff on mm-hmm. a undercover cop salary? in miami you know so maybe they just like procured it from like uh <laughs> you know those those particular items that got got confiscated yeah but yeah, yeah it's just it was just wild and i've been watching them like every night before i go to bed you know because yeah. it's just fun 80s yeah man. buddy cop type movies shows they were they were fun back in the day yeah insane that's so that's so funny yeah i haven't watched that in a long i've watched that a long time but it would be fun to go back and watch it um speaking of speaking of um yeah odd new and old tv shows or odd Mm. new tv shows and movies i know you mentioned that beforehand um yeah one you know i don't know i know you had a couple of mine so what which was one you had in mind there was one that i'm trying to look up the name of that i saw recently there's one uh that i watched earlier this week or yeah earlier this week or last week something like that but Squid Game, it's a Korean, I think it's Korean. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's say it's like a, you've seen Battle Royale, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, I'm going to say it's somewhat like Battle Royale in, in a sense, um, only because it's a crazy genre of, of show, but mm-hmm. they're, uh, it's all these people that are, down on their luck they owe lots of money they're in debt lots of money and they're given the opportunity to play a game mm-hmm. they don't know the game beforehand but they're given the opportunity to to join in on this game where they could win millions multiple of millions of dollars uh so it starts out with 465 players i think it is yeah 465 players and each game people die so the first game was a game of red light green light <laughs> wow and there was this I'll, I'll just paint the first the first uh game for you without giving you the rest so let's just say there's this big statue at the end like kind of like a big model that that rotates it's a red light so it announces red light green light mm-hmm. and when the red light comes it turns around and it has these sensors to to know who's moving then there's these snipers on either side at the top that shoot whoever's moving. <laughs> so you gotta try and make it to the other end, you know, obviously without moving to, to win the game. So there's multiple games like this until they get down to one person. And I just thought it was like the wildest show. It's called Squid What? Squid Game. 
What what uh on what uh, service is that? This is Netflix. This is Netflix. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead right now and save that on my so, Netflix so I can watch it. So that. put that put that down. And in addition to that, that which reminds me, last year they came out with one called Alice in Borderland, which is which is kind of sort of similar to this too. It's about games. You know, play games. You may lose, you may win, and you could die definitely. so put that one down too that's a dope one and i'm waiting for season two both of these yeah both of these ended as if they were going to have a season two yeah part two to it um yeah uh what what else have i been been watching looks like alice in borderland is already on my list so i guess i saved okay some point yeah so yeah definitely check those two out um there's uh shucks there's a lot of things a lot of good things too so yeah. my my wife introduced me to this show called Blood and Water. And yeah. I think her friend told her about it and it's pretty much based in South Africa. It's just mm-hmm. this this whole crazy thing where Blood it's dealing water. with like human trafficking and stuff like that. So it's it's a pretty good show that y'all should probably check out. Um what else? What else have I I've been watching some wild stuff lately. Uh Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna stop right now. I'm gonna have to have to think about it. But That's crazy. Ha- have you been checking out anything recently? Yeah, the the most recent thing that I watched is called Ultra City Smiths. Right? It's on AMC. Now, do you remember? Okay, do you remember the TV show Thunderbirds or Team America World Police? You know where it's like the puppet. You know. Yeah. Uh, puppets. Yeah. Marionettes. So yeah, this is an AMC. I guess it's an AMC uh, show. Um, uh, you know, which I got, I guess, get through my like Hulu or what, or not Hulu, but uh, my um, which I get through my uh, Squid Game was great. Hey, thanks, uh, Hillbilly. What's up? Um, yeah, which I get through my uh, Roku Roku service. So anyway, it is a it's a story uh, about an investigation into the mysterious disappearance of a fictional metropolis. Uh, uh, you know the the famous, the most famous person, the most rich and famous person in this city that would be sort of like a New York City type of thing, um, mm-hmm. by two detectives. So the uh, Metropolis is called Ultra City, Ultra City Smiths, uh, uh, and I don't know where the Smiths came from just yet, but um, there's like several references to this and several signs around the city say that says Ultra City. She don't care. And so I guess it's sort of like, you know, the city doesn't care who you are, you know, what you are, um, you know, anything about you. But it's odd because there's all these gangs, right? There's like teen gangs. And so the two main detectives is like this new rookie detective who like just moved to the city from like, I don't know, from like, um, what's it called? Like from the Midwest or something. And then his partner is a seasoned detective from the city. And it's like this black lady who's the seasoned detective and she has like a little teenage son, you know, that that goes out and he's like, I'm going to hang out with my friends, you know, and she's like, why are you trying to hang out with your friends at night? Like, it's too late or something like that. And, you know, she goes out and meets her detective and then randomly the, the, the new rookie detective is like, you know, who is that group of kids? And it's just like a group of kids that are walking by and they all look like David Bowie, right? And like they all have on masks, they all look exactly the same, same hair, all this stuff. She's like, oh, that's the Bowie, that's the Bowie gang. You know, they all dress up like David Bowie or, 
you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's similar scenarios like that. Um, uh, you know, and then there's one that's that's like, that's the dead presidents or, or that's the Nixons. That's the Nixons gang. And, you know, they all look like Richard Nixon. And then one of the, one of the people in the Richard Nixon gang, they all have blue suits on. Right. So the kid leave the, when, when that lady's kid leaves the house, he leaves the house and he has, uh, like regular, like, you know, hangout clothes on. But then when he leaves, he, he takes off his clothes and he switches into his dark blue suit. So when the Nixons pass by, all of them have a Richard Nixon, like, you know, like a uh, mask on. They all have these blue suits on. And then like one of them, you could see that has like a little mini Afro. And then like the, so the detective lady, she like, is like, I think that's my kid. So like, she sort of chases them down, check, cause they're all like running. You know, they just happen to be running by. And I think the kid sees her, stops and pauses. And that's when they like connect eyes and then he runs off. So like she sort of follows them down and like to the alleyway and then down into the subway. And then they get onto a train and the kid's looking at her in the window of the subway as the subway, you know, takes off and she's standing there. She's like, she's like, yeah, that was, that was definitely probably my kid. That's weird. You know, it's all marionette dolls. All marionettes. It is wow. like the. The amount of marionettes is insane. It's so good. And then the so so then on top of this, on top of this, there's like this one like dude who just like standing there uh, on the on the corner speaking of prostitutes, also in the park, and he's like, "Care for a favor? <laughs> you want a favor?" Or it's like something like that. He's like, "You want a handy or something?" It's like some weird like that. So he's trying to like get you know it's like this young kid dressed as like a cowboy or something like that. Or no, he's oh no, you want a back scratch. Say, you want a back scratch? You want a back scratch? And so like people are like, no, I don't want a back scratch. He's like, all right, well, have a good day. Or no, 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 no. No, when people say, I don't want to have back scratch, he's like, he's like, all right, we'll see you later. And then people are like, no, you, you probably won't see me later. He's like, no, I was just saying like, bye-bye, like see you later. Like, you want a back scratch? Nope, I'm good. Well, see you later. Well, I, I will not That's see you funny. later because I said I didn't want a back scratch. No, I'm, I'm just trying to be nice. So it's like, it's like the nice, it's like a nice prostitute. Like it's the weirdest thing. Uh, and he's asking everybody for a back scratch. So then the, the detective that moved in from the Midwest breaks into song every now and then. Like he just breaks into like random, like, and it's like a full on dance production of marionettes. So like he's walking through a park <laughs> and it's really weird. And then all of a sudden, like all these random people show up and he's like, you know, doing like a song and dance. So it's wild, man. This is really weird. Um, you know, and then they, they see that like, you know, some, some person dies and they're like ultra city, she don't care. And like people repeat that, like, you know, throughout different portions of the episodes. Wow. So it's interesting. So I, I, I saw that, um, let's see here. What did Hillbilly say? Wheel of time comes out November 19th through yeah, 21. Yeah, trailer for that. That looks, that looks real good. What is that about? Oh, goodness. How, how can I describe I, I, is it based on books I think it's based on some books don't quote me on that but you uh -huh. you'll probably have you'll probably have to look it up it's it's tough to explain right now so I get sort of sort of a maybe a Lord of the Rings type vibe from it okay. adventure type thing but yeah I saw the trailer like a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago and it looked interesting, but I can't recall everything that played in there because I probably watched too many trailers since mm -hmm. then. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. And what's funny is when, when Memphis Diva, when Kayla was talking about uh, 
doing like a lift chronicle driving these people around at midnight there's a new movie coming out called night teeth night teeth night like teeth teeth. teeth like the teeth in your late mouth. night dentist yeah something like that but you know it's like a horror horror movie it's coming to netflix and it it chronicles this uh i guess he's like a lift driver kind of like a driver at night and he's bringing around these two women who are actually vampires and they're kind of, I don't know if they're like a, assassin vampires. There you go. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guy, Game of Thrones is a B book and uh will of time is an A book. So yeah, it is, is a uh, based on books, but yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. But night teeth is from what I could gather from the, the trailer. It looks like a couple of women vampires who are going around kind of taking out different different groups and there's a driver who has absolutely no clue who's just driving around kind of like collateral remember collateral with uh jamie fox and tom cruise so he's just yeah. driving around in a taxi so that looks real real interesting i'm gonna check that out because uh i like horror movies yeah and yeah. stuff like that so it looks real good i have to um, look it up too man there's there's so many things I just yeah, get, there's a lot of stuff coming out that's what's so wild like you know last year last year okay Night Teeth I see it right there last year when Corona started and I mean Netflix and all these other um, and I'm gonna have to look up so is wait is Wheel of Time oh, Wheel of Time is Amazon so I had to pull that one up um, so Last year when Corona started and, you know, people like started binge watching TV shows like insanely uh, and and and, you know, and it and it just turned into a thing where, you know, you're doing Netflix, you're at home working, you're zooming all the time, all this stuff. But there seemed to be I guess the thing about it is it, it seemed to be so much new content that they were putting out. But I think in actuality, it was probably a lot of shows that may not have gotten green lighted, you know, before. And they're like, you know what? We need to put out more content because there's already thousands of shows on Netflix. But let's put out more because, you know, even though, you know, some of those shows were great, like there's only so many times you can like rewatch them. So put out new content. And so I think that's where a lot of these new shows, you know, came from, like that whole like that whole thing. I mean, it's not not say they weren't already in production. Uh, you know, or already, you know, in post-production, um, mm-hmm. you know, for quite some time. Uh, I do believe, however, that, you know, that there was a lot of shows that were just in the can waiting to go. And that was probably the best time because, you know, you have a captive audience, millions of people, literally millions of people at home, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. interesting. Thanks for the comments, Hillbilly. Appreciate that. Yeah. One yeah, time, a lot of things. I man. can watch something one time. Oh yeah, so real Billy says he can only watch one thing at a time. I get it, or he can only watch one one thing. Um, I'm all over the book. Uh, we are watching so much stuff that I get confused on what we watch. See, my wife she likes watching CW shows mm-hmm. like Star Girl and like all the DC mm-hmm. type characters. I'll catch it with her and then we'll turn on and start watching Titans on HBO Max and mm-hmm. then we're straight to Netflix watching something else and then yeah and the yeah. only time we get to do this is late at night after the kids fall asleep and yeah yeah 
But there's, there's a lot of good good things coming out, man. Waiting yeah. for the Witcher, the new Witcher series yeah. uh, season to come out. So yeah, I think I they that. just started showing some clips from that uh, in the past few days. Yeah, I saw that was uh, you know supposed to be coming out as well. Dang, mm-hmm. there's so many, so many crazy, so many crazy new movies. Uh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, definitely need to check out Squid Game. That looks wild. That looks insane. I think I get so stuck. Like I, I'll start watching a regular t- regular show, but then I'll get stuck like watching these like you know these like uh, reality like metal shop masters like glass blowing watch that. like all these crazy all shows. <laughs> I know? watched all those. The great cooking, baking, whatever. The great English cooking. Yeah. The great English bake off. You know. Mm-hmm. Find yeah. out how to make the perfect crumpet. Yeah, in yeah. the perfect crisp. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you know, I, I I get stuck watching those, and so the next thing you know, I'm like, dang, I I need to watch something else too, and then I just never get to it, or I get to it, blah blah blah. So you know, it's yeah. got to be got to be able to stay up with all that. But that's why, yeah, man, tons of new shows, tons of new shows out there. Yeah, definitely gonna have to put uh, World of Time on the Wheel of Time. Uh, okay, so Hillbilly, <laughs> let's see here. He says. I'm a hillbilly. I live between three rivers, eight waterfalls within 30 minutes of me. Man, I don't get that to sounds watch peaceful. TV much. Dang. That sounds peaceful, hillbilly. Is it peaceful? Is it cool? Or would you rather live closer to, you know, a major metropolitan area? He lived between three rivers. Is he like, are you in like Pennsylvania, like near Pittsburgh? Because that's the only place I know where three rivers is, but that's actually in the city. So that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could imagine if you're if you're grew up in let's just say if let's just say if you're so stuck in the the city life, the big city, and it's just getting to you, you may want a, a piece of a uh, West Virginia. So you may just want West some Virginia. type of yeah. You may want to get away, man, from all the the wild stuff. Nice. So yeah. I, I could I could tell myself I, I'd love to to live somewhere like that but then at the same time i would kind of want to get into the you know be able to travel uh, in short proximity to to some of something entertainment wise you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you know what speaking of west virginia i've been there before (laughs) peace and quiet definitely i bet they are yeah i've been to west virginia uh before and and it is beautiful and green. Uh, I've been to the city of Charleston and then uh, what is the uh, Beckley or something like that. You know, it's not that far away from there. Um, Charleston, I believe, is their capital, uh, if I'm correct. And it's really cool. It's like a cool little, like a small, you know, state capital type of town. Um, you know, cool little downtown area and whatnot. Um, but... Uh, I got to say, man, speaking of TV shows, one of the wildest TV shows that I remember from back in the day, one of my friends, Chester, uh, told 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 me about it and started watching it. I started watching it way back then. It's called, oh yeah, just south of Beckley. That's cool. Uh, it's a really pretty area over there, especially that that new river bridge, gorge bridge or whatever. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But, um, but the wonderful whites of West Virginia about the crazy like family that... I guess they made their name off of like, I don't know, their great great grandpa was like a, like a you know world renowned tap dancer or something like that, a soft shoe tapper, 
soft shoe dancer, something like that. Had to find that, but uh, yeah, it's a wild show because this family, you know, all they, I, it seemed to me, and I know Hillbilly, if you live in West Virginia, then you know this better than I do. Uh, but it seemed to me that their family, after the great grandpa, the grandpa, you know, had like won all these like soft shoe tap, tap dancing competitions. Like everybody that followed sort of like lived off of his name and everybody knew who the, the white family was or whatever. Um, and um, Whitakers of Odd, West Virginia, look it up. I have to look that up. Um, uh, so this family, you know, and, and, and like a lot of the kids and grandkids, etc., like got bad into drugs and like, you know, all kinds of other crazy stuff. Uh, so that's that's pretty wild. Um, Whitakers of West Virginia. Here you go. Inbred family, the Whitakers. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. Let's see here. So let me see if I could share this tab. <clears throat> Chrome tab. Bam. So there we go. We got the Whitakers of West Virginia. Inbred family, the Whitakers. Soft white underbelly. Let's see here. Wasn't there a movie that took Bruh. place? Oh Virginia? yeah, I remember by seeing that. I, I saw the documentary about these people. This is the wild this is some of the wildest stuff you ever seen in your life. Like it's totally unbelievable. What is that that movie that came out probably like early two thousands? Oof. Of uh, I'm complete. I'm probably completely off. It, I think did it take Just place in West right. Virginia? I don't remember. It was like kind of like a horror movie of some inbred family members that were killing people off the side of the road or something. Uh, you, uh what is that? Uh, the Langoliers? Is that no, it? no. Yeah, I can't. I can't even look at this picture I anymore. I, I, can't I, can't I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't remember. I, <laughs> I can't gotta remember stop looking at I'm that. Probably, I might be completely off. Wrong turn. There you go. Wrong turn. Oh, wrong turn. Was it wrong turn. I remember was it that. Wrong turn. It might have been wrong turn. Was that a? Uh, Heels have uh, eyes. Heels have eyes. Nope. I think it was wrong turn. Was that? Was that a uh, taking place in West Virginia? Possibly. Elijah Dushku. Yeah, that's that's. Uh... Yes, Forest in West Virginia College. Okay, that's what it was. So yeah, that was wild. Why why they gotta paint West Virginians like that? You know, Man, or, you know I just say, uh, uh, yeah. Oh wow, here we go. Jesco White got an Instagram. The real Jesco White. The part of the white the wonderful whites of West Virginia or whatever they call it. See, look at this. Bro got like koozies. You know, he got all kinds of stuff. This, this some crazy stuff right here. These are the whites of West Virginia. You gotta look that up. Look it up on YouTube. They got like the, who is it? Like Sue Bob, like one of the, one of the granddaughters or something. I don't know what they call it. But yeah, it's some crazy stuff, man. Crazy, huh. crazy stuff. Some just real who like this lady right here. She's sort of crazy. Catch you later, hillbilly. Have a good one.
Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Peace out. Yeah. Thanks for the feedback. Appreciate that. Stay up in West Virginia. I guess you win West Virginia. So you just take care. Wow. Yeah, yeah. man. That's wild, man. So I, I'm like reading like the plot of this and it's about three cannibalistic inbred mountain men, hmm. three finger saw tooth in one eye. <laughs> that's, that's their name. So I'm, I'm wondering, could the the Whitakers be like an inspiration behind this? It has to be. There, there's, it has to be. It has to be. Because you look at these guys. Yeah, it has to be. Cause one dude, one dude had one eye here. Let's let's share this again. One dude literally does like have like one sort of one eye, like you know, see that? It's like winking an eye, and then sawtooth. You know, maybe one of the problem is they were, um, you know, like most of them didn't have teeth, right? And then I think there was like a mom or grandma or something like that that like or sister. I guess a combination of all, uh, you know, who who could not, um, who could not, uh, uh, what's the word? Who could not, um, you know, speak. She was like nonverbal, right? Um, you know, and there was like somebody else that actually was the one. Um, uh, uh, somebody else actually was the one communicating with like you know whomever went and did this. Uh, uh, you know, interview with them, and I, I saw I saw one where they went initially, and then this one I think is with, when they went back. So it's so crazy, man. It's some weird, weird. That was that was literally one of the weirdest like things I've seen in my entire life, and I felt like sad watching it, you know, just because it's it's crazy. It's some crazy stuff, man. Like this stuff you just don't even. Like you can't imagine this stuff actually happening, you know. It is very, very weird. And I mean, these people live like, like the, like the place that they lived in was this, this really weird, I don't know, house. Like it was, oh, it was just so, so, so sad, you know, to see that. But you know, man. It is what it is. Unfortunately, there's all kinds of foolishness like that that go on in this world. So, see, yeah, see, yes, see, indeed. See. So let's see here. What else do we have on this docket today? Um, yeah. So the skirt interview. Uh, okay. So it really wasn't about a hundred percent about the skirts. It was more about the, uh, uh I guess how hip-hop would eventually evolve into men wearing skirts and we've seen it in, in stuff like um the boondocks kind of portrayed it in a sense and you know it's, it's kind of funny how certain cartoons and stuff like simpsons and boondocks predict stuff to this day but that's a, a different uh i guess a different you know topic altogether but i'll see if i could play this clip uh, it says with their cash in a superior industry position, these white entrepreneurs installed a new leadership um, over hip hop and they began to promote a nefarious niggerization of rap music. It says Karis One and Public Enemy, um, um, with the message that Karis One and Public Enemy, they said we were reaching the masses of young black people. And then NWA niggas with attitudes 
would be paid off and put in a position where they would neutralize public enemy and brothers like KRS-One. And then came the gangster rap, thugging, balling, now pimping, now the metrosexual's about to take over hip-hop, and your children, your children, your nephew, your niece, and all the little ones, the shorties now, Tay-Tay, Riri, Man-Man, Antoine and them, in the hood, gonna be wearing fucking skirts, watch. Man purses and this kind of shit. Seriously. Yeah. When was, so that was recorded in 2010. That was 2010. That was 2010. Wow. So you could kind of see the evolution of what has happened and what's transpired. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so yeah. And I only brought that up to, uh, because of this last episode, we talked about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And then the week went on, I sent you a pic, a recent picture of Jadena, mm-hmm. the classic man. Uh, wearing a dress, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, not a kilt. Was it a kilt? Let me look again. It looked like a full-on dress. It looked like a full-on dress. So many, many, many men have been uh, embracing that that particular fashion look. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it could be. Uh, did Professor Griff hit the nail on the head in his his assessment of uh, hip hop culture and, and whatnot? See, this is the thing, man. Um, this is the thing here. Watch, watch this. Let me do this. So, so I think it's. I think this is what's interesting is that you have. Oh, here's one right here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wore a dress for Harper's Bazaar. Oh, and let me see how long ago this this was. This is, uh, yeah, September 8th, 2019. So this is September 8th, 2019, right? This is not like, you know, this week. (sighs) So, so what, what is, what is weird is this. It's like, sometimes there's people who know the trends and know what's about to happen or they know like who is like up and coming or what's next or who's next. Mm -hmm. He is one of those guys. He hit it on the head. You know, they, 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 for some reason they have, you know, they have, uh, they're privy to, you know, knowing what's coming up next. So it is what it is. Uh, and I mean, he was right. So this is the thing though, man. Uh, I can, the only thing that I have in mind that I could equate, him, uh, uh, what do you call it? Him, um, uh, I guess him predicting that is, even though this was 10 years ago, uh, and I guess it's been, you know, wait, maybe, you know, a couple few years now since you've seen these dudes wearing dresses. And then don't forget, what was that like? What was that? The man onesie? What was that? The mankini? What was that? The thing that, romp, romp him? The romp him? No, not the, was it the Yeah, romp? the romp him. Yeah, whatever. You know, the romper, romp him. Yeah. Only thing I could think about like that is like, you know, you think about um, you think about uh, 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 like a Glade plug-in, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you know all these seasonings or sauces and things you got get at the store, or just like like Lysol lemon spray or Ajax, you know, orange antibacterial soap, right? Anything right. like that. There are companies that that the main manufacturer will go to. So Glade plug-in will go to this company and say, hey, I want I want a Glade plug-in 
that smells like the mushrooms on the forest floor in, you know, in Norway in June, right? So this company will go to Norway, get samples of that smell and everything there, and then basically put a bunch of chemicals, oils, uh, other additives together, mix it all together, and create this these scents, right? And so they'll create this whole line. Of, they'll create like 10 versions of it. Mm. Then they'll have Glade come to their offices and sample smell and plug in, like do all the things that they do. And then six to eight months later, after whatever, whichever scent is approved, that will come out. So this company has a pulse on what's coming out in the future. They're creating exactly what these companies want to hear and it comes up. So they know what's happening before it happens, right? They can't say anything about it, yeah. but they know it's happening before it This guy apparently knew what was going to happen with all these dudes wearing dresses before it happened. And he came out and said it. People probably didn't believe him. They're like, man, come on, man. Come on. You know, but it's, it's true. It's a fact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. It is a fact. It's weird, man. It, it's weird, but it is a thing. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to to see how all this has unfolded uh, throughout the years. And, you know, they always talk about the how do they call it the maybe I, I might say it's wrong. Feminization of the black man, de mm -hmm. defeminization of the black man. How do they say it? Uh, yeah, they call it. Yeah. This, yeah, I don't know. So well, some something like that, but you know, as far as like. A lot of like in movies, for instance, they're always talking about why do you need to put the the black guy in a dress, you know, and make it look cool or the emasculation of the black male image. That's that's there you go. Um, so yeah, and it just kind of moved through through the Hollywood scene and then into the into the the music scene. So eh, I mean, I I don't know, is it? <coughs> I'm only a viewer from the outside looking in. Uh, I mean, what you got on 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 the, the screen there, Billy Porter. You know, that's that's who he feel he is. You know, that's that's you know what what he is. But um, you know, a, a lot of these other guys like Westbrook and you know Jadena and Kanye and all these other folks that are. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to even put, you know, I, sometimes I got to put a foot foot in my mouth and just stop talking before I, it gets me in trouble, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's something else, man. It, it makes you think about a lot of these things. Uh, a lot of things, especially when he's talking about your kids are going to be seeing this every day throughout mainstream media all the stuff that they they wear and all the stuff that the kids are watching you know of course they could they seen a lot of other things too you know violence and just complete uh misogyny uh and all sorts of things so it's a lot of things that that parents have to do on their part especially when we're talking about kids and there's a lot of things that you know media and 
and, and you know these celebrities have to do on their part to to not you know be putting images and stuff out there so yeah, it's, it, yeah. it goes on it goes both ways you know it goes both ways yeah that's true it's true and you know you don't know if these people are doing this you know you don't know if the celebrities are doing that um uh uh you know as a genuine thing or if they're just trying to like you know be trendy you know so i'm gonna do it just because yeah. it's like trendy or they're doing it just to get paid you know yeah because when it boils down to it a lot of these people all they care about is getting money you know yeah uh and if and if there's some money behind it they're willing to do it um you know there's some people like you know nba athletes you know you've already seen man it's 10 years or more now you know you've already you know maybe in the, in the past 10 years you've seen them do sort of like the walk-up outfit to the game and not yeah. only nba but yeah. nfl guys baseball guys you don't see it as much but uh, because just because baseball isn't yeah you know it's yeah. not as popular as those other sports but mm-hmm. essentially you'll see them with their walk-up outfits and you know they dress like they're walking on the runway. The runway, yeah, who's you know. Who was a was a Cam Cam Newton? Cam no, Newton no. used to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think he was like the he's probably like the first most prominent NFL athlete that you would see dress up, um, you know, like you know, really dress up to go into a game. Uh, even though guys wear suits and stuff like that, he just took it to a fashion level, right? Yeah. And then uh, you know, a lot of these NBA guys, James Harden does it, you know. Uh, Westbrook, uh, was it was a dude name? Uh, um, he partly owns the Jazz. Dwayne Wade, yeah, mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. it. So you never see Shaq do that. You never see any of those older guys do it. So nah. there was a time you never saw Kobe do that. Like you saw Kobe dress up and like he would wear like a suit or something to a game, you know. Mm-hmm. But you would never see him go like fashion runway model, you know. Yeah. Like wearing wearing an outfit that no one will ever wear, <laughs> you know, because yeah. you only see it once on the runway type of thing. So the, so now I'm wondering because I I can't say I've seen Cam Newton from the very beginning mm-hmm. of his career, like you know, fashion wise. Yeah. But you know, I guess for this these latter what I don't know how many years he's been coming and he's just been runway model, like you say, yeah. dressed like uh like he's in a fashion show. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's like somebody like an agent or somebody in his ear telling him, hey, you need to spice things up with the fashion to get mm-hmm. your, your name out there even more or or what? Yeah, so, I don't even I don't even know. I know that there was, you know, there's they they all have they all have a, you know, sort of like a agent and personal manager and stuff like that mm-hmm. that, you know, and I think at this point, a lot of them have hired like a wardrobe, you know, person, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they do. They basically help them pick their wardrobe. So there was some point in time where Cam did that. Cause I think initially, I mean, initially, you know, as a younger, you know, as a younger, you know, quarterback in the league, he just wore like whatever, you know, he'd wear just like a black, you know, polo shirt, some jeans or, you know, whatever, like to go to and leave a game. Right. And mm-hmm. then at some point in time, I started getting amped up and amped up. So I don't know, man, it's wild. That's a whole wild situation. And, Looks like, uh, you know, uh, uh, that interview predicted it. And even though if you saw that interview back then, you're like, nah, come on, man. But I mean, you see the, you see, you, you see the signs and, you know, you have a little Nas X who now is doing, uh, on top of all the other stuff he does, 
He's now doing these commercials with uh, what's his name? Um, you seen the commercials that Lil Nas X does with? Uh, I, I seen some. What's his name? Uh, Rocket Man. What's his name? Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But that is, I mean, he's a rapper. He's also part of the country music scene or whatever you want to call it. So you know, he's infusing himself. You know, in his thought process, his identity, whatever you want to call it, into yeah. that. So yeah. it's slowly, not slowly creeping in, but it's creeping in. But yeah. you know, there'll there'll always there'll always be a faction that won't dress like that, but there'll be some that do. But I'll tell you this though. If you look at old, like very old photos and even read old like plays there was there was like like years and years ago like in Shakespeare's time and stuff like that and before men were the characters men were every character of a play so a man right. played the man right. a man played the woman dressed like a woman you know they gave him long hair makeup you know all this stuff and a dress men played men uh, in some parts of the world you know in some parts of the world they just did it and that was fine some parts of the world it was very like uh, uh, you know it was very like um, you know I don't know it was okay on stage but they didn't want it like nobody wanted to see it off the stage so if there was anybody who was a you know was a I don't know whether you are quote unquote cross dresser as they used to call it or whatever um, uh, you know you had to do that in secret. So I do remember seeing a, like a Russian, it was like a Russian, uh, you know, theater companies, like it was like a Christmas party or something like that, that they had mm -hmm. or hot. Yeah. It was a Christmas party. And it was like, you know, 20 dudes on this black and white photo. And this is probably like, you know, 1800s, you know, maybe early 1900s, but uh black and white photo, they're all there. And some of them are in drag. Some of them are just dressed in whatever. But I think it was like 95% of the guys on the photo were. And, you know, and that was a that was that was a fashion thing back then because some of those guys would walk the streets as women. Like they'd be men, but dressed as women, right? But if they ever got found out or caught, a lot of times they would get killed, you know, or they would get persecuted in some other way. Um mm -hmm. So, you know, this is much deeper than that than, than, you know, what we're talking about right now, you know, as it goes back. But there's there is a time there was a time when that was the norm, when you would see that displayed publicly on stage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the theater was the major form of entertainment back in those days. So that's where people went to get entertainment. They went to get news, you know, current events, because all the plays would be about stuff that like literally it really happened. Right. Um, or a lot of plays would so yeah so I mean obviously that went out of culture for a long time and now you know and at some point in time thank goodness they decided okay yeah women could actually you know women have talent too so let's put them on stage thank goodness yeah, for right. that because that you know I mean hey where would we be without Halle Berry you know just think about that you know yeah. missing some yeah. Halle Berry so yeah. so yeah so, monsters balls you know say what I say and her monsters balls Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, I, we know now that and we recognize now that fashion 
is cyclical. Stuff comes back. It'll mm-hmm. disappear. Mm-hmm. It'll come back. Bell bottoms came back, sadly. You know, balloon pants came back. You know, yeah. stuff comes back. These trucker hats, which, you know, our yeah. dads wore back in the 80s, yeah. come back, you know, came back. Yeah. So They came back in the early 2000s and... I'd still I'd still wear a trucker hat. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I have I have some. I wear them. I'm I'm not scared. Um, yeah. you know, uh, lots of stuff, lots of stuff goes and comes back. So, mm-hmm. you know, that'll be back. You know, sagging pants was in, then it was out, but it's mainly been in on the low, and it's coming back again. Uh, you know, but then it's like now it's gonna be like sagging like skinny jeans. It already is. It already is. Sadly, oh, sagging man. skinny jeans. That's I. I don't get it. It got like I said last time. It got lower and lower and lower till it's underneath the butt, and then it turned into skinny jeans underneath the butt, which just looks completely ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So, yeah. Hey, white tees. White white tees like four XL white tees. They gonna come back. I mean, they're still here. But they're going to be back mainstream at some point in time. Just mark it. It's yep. going to happen. Wow. Yep. That was a much deeper discussion than I thought was going to happen. But Yeah. You I know, mean, it's, it's out there. I, I'd love to hear some people's like and, response and, and uh, you know, assessment of, of uh, you know, a, a lot of men nowadays uh, wearing dresses and just fashion, period, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're not all going to the Met Gala, <laughs> so uh, we're not dressing like wildly crazy, you know, like some of these folks. But you know, I'd, I'd be curious to uh, to hear people's assessment of the possible emasculation of the the black man, or just you know, fashion in general. You know, fashion trends you possibly want to see come back in style. Hell, man. I used to wear, I used to rock bootcut jeans, man. I love bootcut jeans. I don't like skinny, tapered bootcut jeans around my calves. You know, yeah. it makes me feel odd. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, um, yeah, man, there's there's all kinds of silly fashions. You know what I wish would come back? Cross colors. Like, I love my cross colors. I thought colors. she was about to say skids. Skids? Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> hey. You know what? You could actually still find some skids clothes. I think there there's some manufacturer I think that actually still makes them, right? So you can yeah. find them. You know, you'll be you'll literally be the only one <laughs> wearing skids. Like you'll be the edge of you'll be at the you know the cutting edge of fashion. But you know, in honesty, you know, skids is you know been long gone. When you said that, I immediately had to go look up Jabot jeans because mm. Jabot jeans back in the late nineties, mid late nineties, were it. those were the jeans to get, mm-hmm. and and they're still in. Well, I ain't gonna say in style, but they're still out there. You know, uh, yeah. they don't look that great. Uh, I mean, not to my fashion taste. Like, yeah, I don't really have much fashion taste nowadays because I stay at home. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jabot jeans. Jabot jeans. Yes, indeed. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. I'll tell you what, man. Too much money. You know, there's, yeah, there were too much money. Too much money. Um, you know, but hey, that was the thing that everybody needed and everybody wanted back then. 
you know, that's what we all needed. That's what we all needed. Even though we yeah. didn't need him. We need him like a whole Didn't need him. Just to be fashionably, uh, fashionably, you know, standing out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You see that little white stripe across your zipper <laughs> in the front? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got Good one. Jeans. Yeah, white white stripe, uh, white stripe, you know, horizontally or the mm-hmm. Z Cavaricci vertically, you know? Mm, Z Cavaricis. I had a pair of those in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. Only one pair. Yeah. Um trying to think what else. Cross colors, skids, uh uh guest jeans, like you're rich if you had guest jeans. Like you were rich, rich. You're richer than Jabos. You know, because you had that little that little triangle on your back pocket. Mm. You know? Um Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Fashion, man. Fashion. We're going and all about fashion. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing that hadn't mm-hmm. gone out. Levi's. Levi jeans. Still got those. Never Find them at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Find them at uh, other places. Target. Definitely yeah. probably the longest running clothing brand in history. Yeah. At this point. Levi 501. Levi Strauss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do I know these names? I don't know. Because <laughs> you, cause you are a Levi wearer yourself. I do. Uh, I still got I wore a pair the other day, man. Still yeah. feel fit good. Yeah, yeah. Man. So here we go. Um I was about to say something. <laughs> but here we go. So uh what is a weird thing that you would say to an adult? Yeah, I mean you would say to a kid, but it's a it's a normal thing you say to a kid, but it would sound weird saying it to an adult. You said something to me <laughs> earlier. You know? Yeah. yeah. You got the sniffles? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it does sound a little odd. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> or like, you know, like, like, you know, you, you'd say, uh, you know, you'd say like. You got a potty? Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. poo You just, did you just toot? <laughs> did you, somebody tooted. Who tooted? Was that you? Yeah. yeah you know, you saying I that never, to a grown I up. Used, I never used tooted. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just imagine, like, being in your office or something like that. Or, like, you know, like, did you just toot? Or no, walking down the aisle at Walmart after somebody farted and you walk through the cloud, be like, somebody tooted in here. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, that would be weird. That would be. That would be, that would be really weird if somebody said that. Um, <laughs> you got the tummy ache? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got a little tummy, little, little tummy ache today. Yeah, you know, there's there's always some things that you would say to your kids that you would definitely not say, you know, to coworkers or older family. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm trying to say, you know, like uh, I don't know, I don't know, uh, like the potty one. You know, what I'm trying to say, like, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, somebody need to go potty. Everybody, everybody, go potty before we leave. You know. Uh, you know, you yeah. look over at your wife. Hey, honey, you need to go potty. Like it would sound a little weird if you said that to you. To your I wife. say it now. You say potty, man. Uh, no. Uh, usually before we leave somewhere, I was like, everybody go to the bathroom. Everybody go potty. You go pee. You know, yeah. I will say one yeah. of those three things, three or four yeah. things. So yeah, the it, one it, it all comes up. Yeah, the one thing that the one thing that I think is a constant that doesn't seem weird anymore now is like my wife will say. Go ask dad for something, you know, or, you know, go ask, go ask mom or like, or I'll, I'll, uh, you know, 
I don't know. My wife will look at me. She's like, hey, dad, what's up? I'm like, first of all, I'm not your daddy. You know, I'm your zaddy. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, well, I was about to say what? <laughs> no, I'm like, no, but like, is that something know, you want to tell the community? About but like, this? she'll she'll say no. It's not it's not the the Whitakers or whatever you call. No, I, I was gonna I was gonna say something like you 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 said I'm not your daddy. I was like, wait, what? Who's her daddy? <laughs> yeah, right. No, this is my wife saying it. It's my wife. Saying oh, it oh, me, not oh, my kids. okay. Oh, oh, I thought was, you you say your daughter came up. Yeah, um, like, hey, dad, what you doing? And like to me, like it sounds a little weird, you know, because you know her saying that to me, obviously. You know, but I know what she means, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's weird when you say that to someone else, you know. Gotcha. That'd be weird yeah. to say that to an adult. Anyway. Yeah. So um, does that too. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, I I so okay. So yesterday, I uh, catered brisket for an event here uh, for this. Um, you know, for this. Uh, new organization that's launching called the EDI experience, right? Called the EDI experience. And it's a local company. Uh, I couldn't actually stay for the stay for the event, but basically it's a company that, you know, is EDI education, diversity and inclusion. The place where diversity lives. And this lady, uh, I guess this lady, uh, you know, she has mixed kids. Um, you know, and they move here from California. Uh, and, you know, so apparently her husband, you know, thought it was a good idea to move their family here. I don't know how many years ago, but, um, you know, she said like the whole time that or a lot for a long time after they've been here, you know, her kids have, have faced, uh, you know, teachers who don't understand, you know, diversity teacher or, you know, other parents in school or in sports teams or other kids in school, you know, who have, um, you know, been, who just don't understand like black people or don't understand Mexican people, you know, they, they just don't get it. So they basically launched this thing uh, yesterday. It was pretty dope. I actually made, oh shoot, like 40 pounds of brisket for it. So nice. it was cool. Uh, but, you know, to talk to the lady uh, and just sort of, you know, learn a little bit about their, about their company and what they want to do. Um, you know, with like, uh, you know, with community work with the kids and like, you know, sort of like saying, hey, even though you might be in like, you know, one of the whitest cities in America, you know, this is a place where you can have like a safe space among other kids that are like you. You know, you guys do to do stuff together and you like build a little community of diversity to help sort of grow that. So it was a pretty cool little event. She had a lot of a lot of different people there, a lot of different you know, companies that I guess she had partnered with to show up and serve or hang out or, you know, do whatever. So it was a pretty cool launch party. I haven't seen, I haven't seen like any updated videos from, you know, or, or pictures from their thing. But, um, yeah, but she says that she's going to be doing a podcast as well. That's, uh, you know, basically getting people of color to come on and, um, and, you know, sort of talk about their business and experience and experiences with diversity in places where you know diversity is not really a thing like in utah so so yeah so it'd be cool to reconnect with them at some point in time um but um yeah i don't know why i thought about that but i think i had that i just sort of had, like popped in my mind uh right in that moment um but this is the question that i have because i thought about this leading up to this event leading up to dropping off the brisket 
because I couldn't actually stay for the event to like serve and hang out and talk to people. But I was like, yeah, I'll definitely, you know, bring some brisket, you know, they paid me for it. So that's good. So, um, but I knew that there was going to be a couple other people there. One is a guy who does like Southern food and you like, he serves out, you know, a lot of, you know, he, he has like a Southern restaurant, food restaurant here, or maybe he's just catering. I can't remember, but you know, it's a brother here and you know, I guess he's, you know, pretty well received here. You know, he has good stuff. I've never met him before. I followed his Instagram at some point. Uh, and then there's also another guy, um, you know, who is, who is local as well. Uh, he lives north of where we live a little bit, but he does like gourmet, like sweet potato pies and things like that. And, you know, he's gotten, you know, garnered, you know, I guess whatever internet fame for making sweet potato pies. And so, you know, leading up to the event, it was like, you know, such and such will be there, you know, with their sweet potato pies, such and such will be there, you know, doing their, um, you know, doing their, their soul food or whatever, Southern soul food. And then Hookshaw will be there as well, you know, with brisket, blah, blah, blah. And so I was thinking leading up to it, I was like, I'm going to be going and dropping off this brisket. Somebody else is going to be serving my brisket. Will these people think that this guy who does Southern food or this guy who does sweet potato pie did this brisket, right? If they're the ones serving it. So I don't know, I don't know, I, I I don't quite know if one of those people were there were there serving or if they just provided food just like I did. But I was thinking as an artist, as a creator, would I want, you know, how would I feel about somebody else serving my stuff that I made? Or showing off my stuff that I made. Yeah. Would people have a different perception and say, you know, would people have a perception that this other person made it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you feel about that if you had an art piece or something like that and Somebody you brought it somewhere? And and even though the person may not have out and out said, Oh, you know, this is something that I made, it's like, hey, look at this beautiful artwork, blah, blah, blah. And they talked about it, they knew a lot about it, and they were showing it off. If if they were able to present it in a a good way and were able to ask questions, answer questions about it that uh, communicated the piece well and, and to whatever I was thinking, then sure, you know, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But like in your situation, when it comes to food, somebody presenting your food and let's just say, for instance, they can't explain something about the food or maybe they have terrible customer service or something mm -hmm. maybe it's just plain old rude you know mm -hmm. that could be like a reflection on that on on your brand on your company yeah yeah it's, i guess it just all depends man on on what type of feedback you you'd get from from uh whatever patrons that mm -hmm. that came to, to check out your your food you yeah. know yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, you're right about that, man. Um, I think that's the main thing, you know. But the 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 people who were serving, like one was like the daughter of this lady, and the other one I think was like one of her friends, and they're both like teenagers or something like that. So I wasn't too worried about that. But that is that is true, you know. Or or say you know the other guy, like the Southern Kitchen guy, was there serving out his stuff. And then also, you know, he was like, oh, and here's some brisket, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, here's a piece of brisket too. 
And so like people go back and, uh, you know, associate with that probably. But what I did was I dropped off and left some cards and I left, uh, you know, I left stickers, uh, you know, right in front of, right in front of the, the brisket pan, along with the couple sauces that had my stickers on them that had, you know, the sauce flavors on them right in front of the pan. Um, you know, and the, the other guy's stuff was like in the middle of this whole serving area. It was right next to mine, but it was in the middle of this whole serving area. So it was sort of like you'd go down and grab like a little bite from each little spot. Um, so I don't know if the guy showed up or if the, if the pie guy showed up, I don't know. But, you know, it was one of those things I was just thinking of like, you know, leading into it, I was like, man, hopefully they don't try to play it off that they made this brisket because the guy's making Southern food, he's making cornbread, he's making mac and cheese, he's making, you know, uh, you know, all this other stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of food, uh, so last time we talked, I did the Utah State Fair, did a couple of uh, demos. They were pretty dope. One was a chicken demo and it was full of people, like 40 some people. Uh, the second one was a beef uh, like brisket demo where I did like a little mini brisket trimming class. Uh, as well as like a recipe with some done brisket, you know, with finished brisket. And um, there's, you know, maybe like 35 people in that one, 40 people as well. So they both turned out really, really well. The fair, you know, was a, it was a good, you know, thing just to get in front of people and talk and, you know, do that thing. And then I was invited to go down to um, St. George to one of the stores that sells my stuff with that Southern Utah. Uh, to do a demo class in uh, late October. So I think just a couple days for my birthday. So uh, that'll be fun. I'll be doing some stuffed turkey legs down there. So I'm working on a bunch of turkey leg recipes. So I might do a jambalaya or etouffee stuffed turkey leg. So I'm, I'm trying to go back and forth between between that and and something else. And then the other one, the main one I'm going to do is, is a bacon, mac, uh, like a mac and cheese stuffed turkey leg. So I'm trying to think of which Louisiana recipe uh, do I want to do, you know, uh, on that front. So, yeah, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's cool being able to, to stand in front of people and teach them how to cook some food. It's fun. It's really fun. So, yeah, so that'll be nice. If anybody out there ever needs any tips, tricks, find us on Instagram. Find me on Instagram, you know, because um, that's something I love. And, you know, speaking of love, this is that time where JQ's the music. You know, we tap that love box oh so softly. You know, we're bringing that back because it's cyclical. Went out of style, went out of the show, <laughs> and now it's back. Coming back like sagging pants around the booty. Mm. Mm -hmm. yes. Wow. All right. Well, here we go. Well, parents out there, if you uh, if you ever dealt with incompetent school administrations, Whew. please tap your love box. Yes, indeed. Because that's what I'm doing now. Typing letters all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Parents out there. Uh, I, I, okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay, uh, if you've ever been to Memphis and uh, you know seen the prostitutes walking up and down the street, because that's that's all they know how to do, tap mm. your little box. If you are a man and never enjoyed the <laughs> the fruits of a prostitute, 
because that's what you're supposed to do. Every right. man's supposed to have a prostitute, right? Apparently, apparently, according yeah. according to Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> tap your tap your love box. Oh, that's so wild. That dude used to call everybody G. He'd be like, oh, G, what's up, G? How's it going, G? Nah, G, that's stupid, G. Everybody was, was G. I don't know why, but this was like the last dude that you'd expect somebody to call, like, you know, somebody a G. So he was not gangster at all. Mm. <laughs> uh, if you ever, uh, you know, met Ike Turner on the streets of Memphis uh, and you both did a couple of lines together, tap your love box. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Oh. All right. Well, um, if you have traveled through the great state of West Virginia and uh, experienced any inbreeding, Oof. tap your love box. Hell, if you even traveled through any state and experienced any inbred oh, man. families, tap your love box. Wow. I'm sure well, there's a lot. I am in That's Utah. <laughs> there's some, there's some weird hey, stuff man. that goes on in some places here, man. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. You go to the borders, the border towns that are off the interstate. That's when you find like multiple multi-mom one dad families. If that makes any sense. Um, you know, it, it's happening. So I don't know how much inbreeding that is, but apparently there's some of that that goes on too. And it's really funky, man. Um, West Virginia though, very pretty place, very green. Uh, there's a play. There's a there's a place there called the New River Gorge, right? It's like a it's like it, there's like a bridge on the interstate that goes over this really like I don't know several hundred foot like canyon type of thing um, or a, or valley whatever, and there's a river you know like at the bottom, and sometimes they shut down you know one direction of that freeway for people to do. Like, you know, like that jump off parachuting thing or bungee gourd, bungeeing off of it or whatever. Like, it's sort of nuts and it's way down there. It's really pretty, um, but you would never catch me jumping off a bridge to bungee jump. Like, no. Sorry, bro. Not doing it. Not doing Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, but they also, uh, you know, they also, you know, when you, Go to any store in West Virginia. As soon as you walk in, they say, you know, hey, welcome to Subway. You sure do got a pretty mouth. Welcome to Subway. You sure got a pretty mouth. I'd love to stick this foot long in it. (laughs) No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. But that would be funny if you had had a store, a restaurant. (laughs) That was the greeting. Like I think it would work. It would work for like a makeup studio, right? Oh, you sure do got a pretty mouth. You know what I'm trying to say? Let me just make it look better. You know, like it would look better. That then. that would that would be the tagline on the on the outside of the store. Oh wow, we need we need to make we need to make a store what? called. You sure do have a pretty mouth. You sure do have a pretty <laughs> mouth, and it has to be pretty. P R T Y. You sure do you sure do have a pretty mouth? Hmm. And what would they sell in there? Uh, <laughs> makeup and hot links. Uh, <laughs> makeup and hot links. Uh, it would be it would be like uh, you know press on nails weave, uh, you know eyelash extensions, 
and you have a hot sign on the side that sold sausages and fresh <laughs> fresh uh, you know fresh stuffed you know cheese and jalapeno sausages yeah wow filled with chili that'd be nasty <laughs> bite into the sausage and chili squirt it's like, it's like <laughs> oh you sure do got a pretty mouth <laughs> wow oh That's man funny. Oh wow! Just okay. Um, tap your little box if you've ever taken a wrong turn anywhere, yeah. and oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, if you've ever taken a wrong turn and you've uh, encountered something that you were not expecting, been there, done that. Yeah, lots of wrong turns in Dallas area, and encountered mm. lots of lots of uh, homeless folks. Wasn't expecting lots of <laughs> lots of old men in wheelchairs with no legs and leopard print speedos. Oh man! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just say one one guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, dang. <laughs> Speaking of prostitution, man, you know there's like a there's something going on underneath that overpass by uh, near near Walmart where I stay. Mm-hmm. Off of East Chase, where mm-hmm. <laughs> I see people, with women and men, going in and out of that little wooded overpass. <laughs> so something's going on down wow. there. Wow, might be a little sex brothel. Coming hey man, out. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, there's some of those places where you pass by them and you don't really look, right? There's tons of places you drive on the freeway, and you know, like you pass it every day, or you know, you pass it often enough to mm-hmm. not. Um, you know, just to not like look, you know what I'm trying to say? You're like, oh, you know, it's trees, you know, whatever. But then every now and then, if you get stuck in traffic near there, or if you do happen to look over, it's like tent city. Oh yeah. It's like homeless yeah, yeah. tent city, you know, or they have other stuff back there. And you're like, I never knew that that was back there. Like they got a half pipe. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's all kind of random stuff. It's like you're just seeing those random places. So yeah, you, that's you're probably right. There is. Probably, you know, some nefarious dealings going on, you know, under the trees, mm-hmm. you know, so just uh, be wary of that uh, or lean into it, you know, go just pull your car off to the side of the road, hop out. What y'all doing like, what, what y'all got going on back here? You know, what y'all doing? Oh, you sure do got a pretty mouth. <laughs> See that mouth, dude. Um, you know, we used to always make fun back in like, I think we were in junior high. Mm-hmm. Like we, it's probably I didn't think fully about it, but I'd say it in the car with mm-hmm. my mom, with my friends in the car, and my mom, and maybe their mom's like, "Whoa, look, that lady got stretch marks around her mouth." <laughs> <laughs> around her where? Around her mouth. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I wouldn't be thinking about it. Uh, I mean, I know what it meant, and I know my friends knew what we were talking about and joking. Yeah. But I didn't put in context that my the the older people that were driving us mm-hmm. could possibly put two and two together to figure out what we talking about. They hundred percent knew. They knew what was up. Yeah. They're like, they they wanted to laugh, but they they didn't because they knew that you know it'd probably not be a good look to laugh at no. that hilarious kids joke. No, probably shouldn't have been saying that joke in junior high anyway. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, you're you're a kid. You know, that's why my kid now is 13 and he makes all these jokes, or like we say something and he's like, "Oh, that's so funny. That's so wrong. I can't believe you said that. You know what that is?" 
know what I'm trying to say? I'm like, I know what it is. Do you know what it is? That's my yeah. question. Yeah. So, my 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 kids they they're into this these 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 nuts type mm. jokes nowadays. <laughs> just, sometimes yeah. it just gets very annoying. And sometimes it's pretty clever, you know, because we'll feed right into it. So yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, speaking of these nuts <coughs> and uh, Lionel, uh, as we talked <laughs> about earlier, yeah, we had that joke yesterday. So I I sent something. And I said, I'm about to drop these. I'm about to drop off these. And I sent him a picture of the brisket, right? And he was like, he was like, oh man, I thought you was gonna say these nuts. So, there you go. There you go. Oh, wow. Uh, if you've ever dropped off these nuts, tap your love box. Those nuts. Yep. I know. That's why we both got two kids, so we dropped them off. <laughs> Skeet, skeet, skeet. Shoot up the club. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, too, people. All right, people. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag BlackoutPod. Find us on your favorite podcast streaming services. It's where you can, you know, chime in. Check us out early Sunday mornings on YouTube, unless we change that at any given time. Because we, uh, you know, that's what we do. We like to live on the edge. Yep. Email us, hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to shoot us a little voicemail 3853BLAKPC or 385-325-2572. Definitely get you some hooks. You can mm-hmm. sprinkle it all on your sausages. Yes. In your sausage. All, all on the meats. All on them beats, any type of meat you got, or whatever food you eat. sprinkle it on your popcorn, sprinkle it on your on wherever. Mm. It don't matter. Just yeah. get your song, you know. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, another episode 197. Ooh, getting close to 200. Close to 200. Yeah. 200. Damn, we've been at this for what five, six years, yeah. five years, over five years at this point. Yeah, yeah, over four you know, years. I think it's we just hit our five year anniversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Whew. So we'll be hitting hitting six years, you know, on and off. Inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh yeah. Yeah, you know what? We uh we ain't going away. We ain't going away. Y'all can't get rid of us that easy. Not that easy. Ever. Anyway, all right. Well, this has been episode not 195, 197. But yeah, uh, y'all take care. Peace out. Wear a money train or a money a money chain yeah, around your neck. Wear a money train. Yeah, wear a it's money 20, train. Going into 2022, we all getting money trains. Twinkie twin. Twinkie twinkie two. Mm-hmm. Riding on twinkie twinkie twos. Yeah. You know? yes, all right. All right. There we go. Black it out. out.